If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-985-1813 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-985-1813 now. Again, that's 800-985-1813. Employees of J.D. Milberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Hour 2 of Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Denise Dirks, Todd Cunin. <gasps> And Cal Hunter, three-time Emmy Award nominee, but never a winner. My friend, our colleagues, we hang out together too much sometimes. But uh, it is actually a, a, a joy to be here to uh, share our stories, fun, and general topics of law to all of you, our audience. We're having a good time here. Newsflash, newsflash, this just in. Okay, everybody, it's listen up. It's a newsflash. Yes, newsflash. I have now hit 20 followers on TikTok. I was just bringing. I was gonna bring that up yes. and tell what. Let me tell you, us hosts have our own TikTok. The cows just going. What? 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 Cock? What? Yeah. Talk? T- talk, talk, talk? 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 I'm on TikTok. I'm on TikTok, and I will tell you, I have. Do you been, have TikTok? Yes, and I've been distracted what? with many of the things. I don't. I don't put anything on I'm it. Going on there and right I've now. And I've been distracted by many of the th- you know these alerts. Hey, something is on TikTok, and I look. What is it? And I have yet to see anything worthwhile on TikTok. Well, that's why it's so good. Oh, I've Cal, seen so many good Cal, Cal, funny jokes. Cal Hunter funny, Six funny. is it? Cal, 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 Cal listen, I am I am a Todd K. Just a T O D D K. I want you to follow me because I want I need to follow you back. Oh, you want you just want more followers. You're so shallow. <laughs> you see how I subtly did that there? Now wait but, a minute. Wait but a unlike minute. others, I have been adding videos. If you follow Listen, me, I'll follow you. Cal, what are you? Is Cal Hunter six? I want to go There's to Cal Hunter. I don't think I'm a six. I don't know. I'm you think you're me, a is six? it on my app? Yeah, it, well it's got a picture of a kid in a, at the like the beach. Cal's a what a TikTok. Every time I hear the name, I hey, feel hey, like I need to nice. see what time it is. I can't what help the... it that I'm old. It's okay. <laughs> Okay, let's let's, let's do shout outs. Let's let's do some self, you know, okay. promotion. Okay, uh, so how do I put something on TikTok? What do I do? Cal, this is how you turn the engine on the car. Usually you press the button. I know, but right here in. I'm watching it. I got an arrow, I got the three dots, I got a bunch of hearts, and I got the figure of a female sitting there. Uh-oh. That's all I got. That's it? Uh, t- Cal, that's not TikTok. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what 
I don't know what app you're on, but uh, uh, that's, uh, I may need to take a look at that. There's some here. girl playing a joke on her dad with the penny count. You know, which, I oh, thought that was, I sent that to you. Oh, is yes, that what yes. you were thinking? I did. you got to see. You How did you send to it to me? See? I sent it to you by uploading at, at, it to. Well, what is your TikTok? Tell everybody, our Denise. Message. What is your TikTok? What's the name? How, how can people follow you? Denise? I have no idea. Oh, t- Todd, yours is A. T- M- mine is A <laughs> Todd K. A T O D D K. And Todd, you got to be a minute. I, I don't want to just, you know, grow my own ego. Who's who's the boss of TikTok? The boss this, of TikTok. In this room. Look, the boss of TikTok in this room is somebody who has like Bono and Sting and well others. He's not going by a symbol yet. Is a guy who goes by the name of Frederick. At Frederick. At Frederick. F R E D E R I C K. And what are you up to? Uh, uh, Two hundred and twenty thousand followers. I don't know. Something like that. Everybody likes me, but listen to this. I'm telling you, I finally hit a. Uh, let's see. That's my Instagram. That's at Frederick Penny One. This is interesting. We talked a lot. You guys have to hear this. I finally have reached where one of my uh, videos had 85,000 views. Was that the cow one? No, that's another one. How I had, do you no, know, I'm so wrong. You know what your 98,300 views, and I had another one of my of me eating. This is the best. I'm t- I got to bring it up. It says the why the girls are in shape and I'm fat. And I showed truly I was eating cookies while my daughter, my what my daughters and my wives were doing exercises from the TV and I was sitting there eating cookies that watching them. That was awesome. That was for the, I had 20,600 likes. You know, I I like your stuff. I'm a friend. We do a show together. Yes. We do this. He's got 220,000 followers. Do I have 220? I don't know. Something like that. I'm at 25. You'd think I could 243, get 243 You'd think I could get some, you know, scraps off of Fred Penny's <sighs> follower account, but no. Of course, I when will... you look at Fred Penny's followers, a lot of them are, you know, 14, 15 year olds, no. but whatever. Aren't all of them 14 and 15? Oh, yeah, on most TikTok? of them are. Yes. Oh, yes, I've got yes. the over 40 year olds. I've got. I don't lots know of how them. to follow him. I don't know how to be followed. Calvin Hunter is my TikTok. I'll tell you, tell you what. Calvin we we have a we have a couple of break. We have several breaks plus one top at the hour at 11 o'clock. By the mm-hmm. time this show is done, okay, we're gonna get Cal and Denise both TikToking. Tick, at least with one post. I that is my. Promise. I can go live on TikTok with if you guys want to watch us. Like, how do I go live? I've never, I've gone live on you, Instagram. You can, you can only go live on TikTok if you have more than a thousand followers, uh, which you do. Barely, yeah. And so again, when we take our break, we're, we're coming we're up on one here. We're gonna figure this out. I'm yeah, gonna, think, we'll come when yeah. we come back because we're gonna start a case or no case. Fred, we'll get you on live. Okay, let's do it on live. And not only that, I did it one time on Instagram. Let's see how many followers I have on Instagram. I have 126,000 followers. But on Instagram, I did it. And you know what the comments I was getting when I was doing it live? What is this stupid show? What is? What are you doing? Uh, who cares about this? Hold on, Fred. Hold on. How many followers do you have on TikTok? Uh, 247,000. Okay, 247,000 followers. Hold I up. do a show with him, and I've got 20. No, 243.7. Can Wait, we do you change subscribe that? to a service that gives you the followers? How I, does that yeah, work? Look, I am not going to tell you my secrets. <laughs> it's, I'm a popular man. I, I have a radio show. Yeah. I'm Fred Penny. Yeah. Don't you know that? Okay, so do you subscribe to a service? <laughs> <laughs> Cal doesn't believe people actually like me. Cal, people like no, me. No, I'm sure they do. I, I do. No, there's I, actually I, I like, like you've yeah. got to get to, you know, I'm not going to tell all the secrets of little, but there are little, little you've got to get to know the influencers and have them 
get you to follow them, you know, and that's what you have to do. It's it's becoming these. You've got to be nice to influencers. You knew our 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 law firm had a number of influencers. Um, did a thing on our private plane. They did a, like a little YouTube on uh, the one individual does makeup for the Hollywood stars. They did a makeup thing on our airplane and and hey, made up Fred to look like a. It, sock I wasn't puppet. me. I was not there. <laughs> I would not be there. But it was just a publicity stunt. You so know, I I, I, know. I decided to go that route. Finally broke down. Started advertising and letting people know that I was Baron Blade, the voice of you Baron are. Blade in WWE 2K19 and 2K20, yeah. Yeah. and and that worked. I got like four followers because of that. <laughs> <laughs> Cal's got three now because of it. They're all like, how many people are going, oh my gosh, i got to turn this off. They're not talking about the yeah. law. We're going to do a case or no case when we have time, and then we're going to come in and we're going to talk a little more about the Supreme Court, New Jersey, George Washington Bridge. But the, the most important thing we're going to talk about, I don't know if we want to get to it this hour. We probably will. We'll get to it this hour. I promise we'll get to it by the beginning of the second half of the hour, we're got to talk about the Dallas salon owner and the seven days in jail oh, yeah. That's right. and yeah. how that works and what's going on with that. Because Civil liberties and all Yeah, that. that is interesting yeah. to me. And I I just, let me tell you, I'm not anti-mask. I am neutral. I'm not saying I'm glad for it. I think it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I just don't like wearing a mask. And so there's places you don't have to wear a mask and some people give you the look, you know, and I don't wear a mask and I stay my distance. And I've, you know, and if there's been people that'll say, why aren't you wearing a mask? And I give them the same answer I give everyone. You want to want me to tell you the answer I give? Yeah. Here it is. Ready for this? Mind your own business? No. Nope. <laughs> ready for this? <laughs> what? Are you sure you're ready? I don't want to. Nope. I did not get a participation trophy as a child. Oh. Okay. Yeah. You, you know, I, I think about it. Think about it. Think about it. I got I to gotta be honest here. When I'm out and I'm not wearing a mask and I look around at other people wearing masks, I'm like, you guys, you're like sheep. I can't believe this. But when I do wear a mask and I go to the exact same place and I see somebody not wearing a mask, same person, same thought process, you boneheads, you're trying to kill everyone. I am such a hypocrite. I think we should get them printed up. Stop talking. I'm listening to Radio Law Talk. We could just no, put them up. Yes. <laughs> the best one I ever had is a guy who cut a hole where his mouth is on his mask. He says, I can't. He says, I can't breathe on this thing. <laughs> I've got a University of Oregon mask. All right. Well, We're going to come touch. back. That's we'll get into case touch, or no case. Yeah. Right when we come back, we promise. All right. Stay tuned. This is Radio Law Talk on the radio and, of course, on the Internet on RadioLawTalk.com. To listen to all of our past episodes right there, and we'll be right back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, 
warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo. But first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? All right, then. Well, uh, Denise, you go ahead. Non uti consilius me oriere por questus purpurium juris consult. Latin, that's a nice touch. Thank you, Denise. Next time we'll try it in English if that's okay. Fred, how about you? Cal, I don't want to read all this. Can we just tell the people that we're discussing general legal issues and they should hire their own attorney instead of relying on what we have to say here? Well, we could, I guess. Uh, uh, Chris? I'm not going to be there anyway. Why have me do it? Let's, Let's have, have Todd do it. it. Me? Read disclaimers? Why, I couldn't. <coughs> the information you hear on Radio Law Talk is general... The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal advice, contact your own lawyer. Just a tip from your friends at Radio Law Talk. Be sure to read our disclaimers on radiolawtalk.com as well. No points for you. Are, Are you serious? Stop whining. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. 
those were perfect. Stop boring me. And <laughs> oh, we're having so much fun playing with our TikTok. And that was just on my TikTok. That right? is the fun. Why we want to talk law, I don't know, but we better get back to our jobs here. But if you want to call in 855-LAW-RADIO-DENISE, pull up the actual number. 855-LAW-RADIO-DENISE is sitting there playing with her TikTok. Let's see. L- what is the phone number? It is 1-855-529-7234. Denise is literally doesn't even know I'm talking to her right she now. She has her face buried she's, in her TikTok. She's and looking I, at TikTok. And I'm, and I'm going to give and I'm, her... I'm just trying to get my name spelled right. <laughs> okay, get your TikTok done. In the meantime, Cal, let's do a case or no okay, case. Okay, because I have it. a rare opportunity right. for you, Denise, right now on now case or no case. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! Last time, Denise Dirks was skunked on case or no case, didn't get a point. And I thought before we got into the next one, because we lost another pioneer of rock and roll today, uh, Little oh, Richard passed away really? at the age of 87, oh. yes. And I thought if if Denise or Fred or Todd, without looking, could tell me his real last name. Todd should know that. His name is Richard. If you can tell me his real last name, I will give you one free point today on Radio Loft Talk. I'm going to start with you, Todd. Do can you, you know give us a hint? Name? Yes, it has to do with coinage. Little Richard. Little Richard coinage. Uh, yes. Boy, we got to be careful what we say in the FCC too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, Richard. Uh, <laughs> it has to do with coinage. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to steal the obvious. One. Richard Penny. <laughs> there you go. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, what do you think? From what? Take a guess. Uh, I'm going to say quarter. Okay. Now, Denise, I'm going to give you a hint. Okay. If a what? Pe- if a penny were male, how how would you address that? What would you call a person who's had a penny in their name, but it was a male? How, how, what would you call them? Mr. Penny, that's me. Yes, well, yes. You would call him Richard Pennyman. P-E-N-N-I-M-A-N. Oh, I was close. Richard, you were very close. So I get a half point? Yeah. I'm the tiebreaker. No, no. half point, sorry. <laughs> Come on, However, let's go. it is time Richard. to play now Case or No Case. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Okay. All right. Now to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, where the McDowell family lived in a historic neighborhood. Beautiful older homes with a lot of character, sort of like my house, only without the beautiful part. <laughs> the homes were built in 1924 and are on the National Register of Historic Places. Kind of the Places. date you were born. That was the date you were born. <laughs> no, that was five years before that, World <laughs> War One. Anyway, <laughs> Pierce and Barbara McDowell welcomed in a set of new neighbors who said they wanted to tear down their 1920s Tudor house and pulled in a new modern multi-story McMansion. Pardon me. They said, yep, we just bought this place next to you. We've sent our plans to the city. We got approval. The city offered a few changes. We turned them around, revised. They got the revised plans turned in. We're good to go. And the Sioux Falls Board of Historic Preservation was called, and they approved the newer home. And eventually there was a small tiff over a fireplace. The people in the old home were told not to use those. They did. They had to pay a fine. The, the people you know, in the old neighborhood had to pay a fine. But eventually the whole matter went to court. Can you take out historic home in historic neighborhood? And they built the new home, build a new home in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. That's the question. It's a fascinating story. And so I'm going to see, Fred, you went first last time. Yes, I did. Mr. Cunin, I'll give you the opportunity to answer the question, non-rhetorical this time, case or no case. Oh, good heavens. I got lost it. And now I take you to, uh, you know, I I had trouble following any of that. Here's what I'm going to do. I'll tell you, people in an old neighborhood... People in a new neighborhood came in and tore down a house in the old neighborhood, built another one up, and there were some problems there. Okay, all right. Well, uh, I'm going to say Case and the people that tore the house down, 
lose because of some historical preservation society nonsense. Okay. There you go. go. Nonsense. How do you feel about it? Okay, Denise, what do you think about that? Case or no case. (laughs) Not not the historical nonsense, but case or no case. I have not been on for quite a while now. Yeah. So, I I mean, I still think this is one of those that that you're reading something. You found out that there's a historic society in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and that you decided to make up a, a case on it. And okay. so I'm going to say that and be wrong, but I, no case. But you're going to stick to your guns. What I, do you say, Mr. Penny? Yeah. Case or uh, no case? Okay, the answer is pretty interesting. Uh, you ha- It has to be designated. You kept saying it's a historical site. Historical there's, neighborhood, there's, right. There's mm-hmm. nothing that says it's a historical site. You have to have designations of a historical site before you can tear things down. And you have the local uh, historic preservation um, society approves it. I don't think this is a historical site, according to your scenario. You're just saying it's a historical site because it was built in 1924. Just because it was built in 1924 does not mean it was historical. So the answer is, I'm going to say it's a case, and the homeowners lose, and they're able to put in the brand new home. So the the, the historical neighborhood loses, and the new homeowners win. Uh, win. Okay. That's exactly. Well, that's wait, a, wait. You did say something about the the National Register. Uh, no, there was a historical Historic board preservation. in the city. A historical preservation board in the city of Sioux Falls. Okay, got it. Right. This is really an amazing story, and when I when I came across it, I was fascinated by it, because those of you who say it was a case, I mean, I'm sorry, it was not a case. Who said it was not? A, oh, that's Denise. Oh, I'm so sorry, Denise. I'm so sorry. Oh, Denise, yeah, sorry. you're just. Uh, no, it's okay, not a good but, day for you. And the people in the older home won. After court reviews and appeals and so yes. on, the ruling was Wait. the historic board erred on allowing oh. the McMansion. And so, within a week, a wrecking ball came in and a 44,000-square-foot home, brand new, was torn to the ground what? in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Let's Two back up. Wait a minute. Let's stop there. So, yeah. But they already tore it down and built the new house. And that, so the wrecking ball tears the new house down, so you got to build one. Like the old one. You can't, you cannot, you, well, they you can't yeah, build a new one. Yeah, you just can't do that. Yeah. Wow. And and the people who had the house torn down said, we followed every rule. We got our plans approved. And the historical board had approved it before. They said, we got it approved by wow. everybody. People in the neighborhood went and complained. They went to court. And, and uh, I don't know. It might have been that. a historic, national historic thing. I don't know. That? So who won? The, the, the neighborhood. The, the neighborhood. The people with the older houses won. They they yeah. tore the brand new house down. So yeah. I got two points. Yeah, you what got did you two. Say? I got one. I said I said that the uh, people oh. that built the new place they had something about historical okay, nonsense. Okay, one for yeah. me, two for him. <laughs> well, we're gonna be back. We're gonna talk a little bit more about the law. Who knows what? Maybe TikTok at uh, Frederick is my TikTok. We're gonna get Cal on TikTok and Denise. Will you act? Stay tuned. This is Radio Law Talk. The program is continuing right now. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Dish, dish, dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108. That's 800-814-5108. Warning, don't... Oh, come on. Oh, stop it. Radio Law Talk. Now, back to the show. Do you guys remember way back uh, when uh, Governor Chris Christie and uh, there was a kind of fight over uh, this bridge called the George Washington Bridge that links, um, what, it links... Washington D.C. to New Jersey, or what? That, that's that'd be one heck of a bridge yeah. from Washington yeah. D.C. Well, well, no, to New Jersey. Is, I'm uh, sorry, no. New Jersey and New York. Jersey and New York. I meant New York. I meant yeah. New York. Well, I that's said, a Jersey. long bridge. Whoa, I meant to New York. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell I'm not on the East Coast very often. <laughs> anyway, so what happens is uh, the uh, one of the mayors. Yes, the 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 mayor decides not to endorse Governor Christie. Uh, it was either Governor Christie or, or Donald Trump. It was. It, uh, I think it, it was, was Governor Christie. I think it was Christie. It, it was, was Christie. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. It was Christie, and they they tried to um, block the bridge, so to speak. Right. Well, essentially, essentially after that, they didn't that, block it. What they did is they they, sh- they shut down some lanes of traffic. Saying for, what? They just put out a bunch of traffic cones. Yes. Is what they did that to, to deli- deliberately slow down the traffic, and telling them posting a sign that this was somehow the fault of the mayor. Right, and that what there was something, that something, something like, like that. that. But you know, whatever happened, it turned into a criminal prosecution <laughs> of 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 a senator, one of the senators, and a staffer that's, is what that, it was. That's right, and and not only a criminal prosecution, a criminal prosecution that resulted in convictions for fraud, <laughs> among other things, and uh, and you know these folks were looking at prison time. 
Wow. So, and you know, then, and then what happened? Well, there's a reason that a banana is a lawyer's favorite fruit because they're easy to appeal, and that's oh, what happened here. There was an, an appeal of this, and it made it all the way to the Supreme Court. And it was unanimous. It wasn't even like a little bit. It was unanimous. A unanimous Supreme Court decision that essentially said, "Come on, folks, what the heck are you doing? This is not." A case, and they tossed the convictions for the two folks uh, that were convicted of this. Uh, I mean, just uh, uh, how much money and how much time did it take them to be right and have their names cleared in this point. clearly political six matter? Year, it was a six-year deal. Yeah, by this the way. is a long it time was. ago. How much money would it cost a folk who had this obvious besmirchment of their character? To get all the way to the Supreme Court, can you imagine the legal? It had to be hundreds of thousands. I would imagine hundreds of thousands. But you know something? I mean, I look at this, and I and I just see I I see a trend happening here where a government agency decides to prosecute somebody, and then later on down the road, in this case, it's a conviction that is overturned. In another case that, that we may talk about here in a little bit, it is a uh, an investigation that resulted in a plea that was later dismissed once there was a change in the leadership of the investigatory and prosecutorial agencies. It's right. just it's mind-boggling to me that um, the amount of money that is spent on things where other people later come in and say. You don't have a case here. But forget the amount of money that the government spends. Sometimes there are people within the government who say, oh, you want to mess with me, do you? We have unlimited resources. We're going to throw our full weight behind a phony case, and you're going to have to try to dig yourself out from underneath. But here's the interesting what the Supreme Court said, though. Here's the interesting thing. The Supreme Court says, says, quote, not every corrupt act by a state or local official is a federal crime. Right. Which is actually true under the act, which is uh, about, you know, the, that they've got to follow these acts, that just because they're not honest or committed some fraud does not necessarily mean that it is criminal. That's what's interesting about this whole issue that the Supreme Court says. There, 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 there's something going on that, in my opinion, and it's not just on the federal level, it's on the state level, we see it at the county level, and maybe this is just a former prosecutor, now criminal defense attorney, getting on his soapbox to, to say, this is my opinion now, but it's one thing, and, you know... That should flash it, that's right. But, you know, that's, that's often what happens to my opinion. But um, it's one thing if you know there's a crime and you're searching for the evidence to prosecute that crime. It's another thing when you look at somebody and you look for crimes that you can pigeonhole their acts into. Those are two different things. And where I think the government goes afoul in uh. any in any case is when they see an act, they don't like it, and they say to themselves, that's got to be a violation of something. And, and And what do we end up with? Prosecutions for things that – crimes that – had only been prosecuted once or twice in the last 50 years or once or twice in the last 200 years, and it's just mind-blowing. I also believe that these kinds of things happen frequently when there are non-elected people who come out. Let's just say, for example, I'm not, but building inspectors, for example. They've got a contractor who has occasionally been disrespectful to them. Or a health inspector. Or help. And so now the building inspector goes out, sees, oh, same contractor on another job. 
you know, there's got to be something I can red red tag this this project for because this guy's been a jerk to me, right? I mean, I've seen. I okay, I'm not going to get specifics, but I would bet you that that kind of thing happens. Yeah, you're talking about bureaucrats that mm-hmm. they're not elected. Yep. They come out and they they dictate. And even now in the COVID-19, oh man, you've got it. health inspectors coming out and shutting businesses down. Like the, like a barbershop in Texas. That's that's Texas. what we're going to get to in a second. That's exactly right. You know, and. and Look, there's going to be a, a history lesson here, but when you go back to the late 1700s and you look at what the founding fathers, their interests and what they were really interested in doing and what they were interested in forming when they formed the United States, the Constitution and everything, it was what you're talking about. They recognized that the government had a specific power over people to do whatever. And and sure, we need a collective government to keep foreign invaders from attacking and for doing this, but if we give that body too much power, there is nothing. How are we going to protect ourselves from the government turning that power on the people? And that's where you get the Bill of Rights and all of this, But and they had it through the election of officers so you can change it, but what happens when the power that's being asserted is being asserted by people who are not elected to those offices. A non-accountable person, that's the point. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you can say, well, you know, if you're if you're illegally prosecuted or whatever, that's what we have trials for, and if you're found not guilty, then you're found not guilty. But, but they don't have the money to fight the government. That's right. Look at, look at Paul Manafort. Whether you like Paul Manafort or not, and I'm not, I'm not trying to justify what he did, I'm not trying to do that, but what I'm saying is the guy was rich. He had money. And after all of the legal wranglings and fighting that he had, I mean, the government can play that game all day long. The, you're not, you're going to run out of money before the government does. And, and that's what happened with Manafort. That's what happened with Flynn. Yep. He ran out of money. He couldn't fight him. He couldn't fight anymore. And so, you know, you're never going to win the battle of money. If Donald Trump was not in office, and the government was fighting him, the government would have the resources to keep the case going until Donald Trump ran out of money. Right, and that so, many times is a strategy, is my point. Is yes. That's a strategy. And so, well, let's just put our thumb on these guys and squish them. And the and the Constitution was written specifically to prohibit... And, and what you're saying, Cal, it's mainly... Well, the you have your... If you're a government official, you can elect them out, you know, or vote them out. Right. But you're saying it's the bureaucrats that were hired many to times. run it. Yeah, yeah many that's, times, that's and issue. sometimes that even includes uh, people who work in the courts. What do you guys think? 855-LAW-RADIO. Yeah. 855-LAW-RADIO. Denise, what is it? 855-529-7234. Tell me what you think. I mean, think about it. How, you got these people that are career in the CIA, the FBI, they have 25, 35 years of experience. Well, there have been a lot of a pres- presidents who have been elected and left. And the new presidents and different political parties and congressional leaders and senators that have come and gone through the electoral process over those 20 or 30 years, but that person stayed in their non-elected position right. the entire time. Right. And they make policy or yeah. are responsible for enforcing it. Or say we've got a case. Let's go get them. Yeah. Right. 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 Okay. I'd rather have that type of person in that position than a politician. That's uh, Sometimes you're right. I, I it depends. Just, just saying. It just I, depends. It depends. It's not like like cow wear. It depends. Yeah. I don't wear them except on my head. We promised you we get to the Texas case. We promised them we get to the Texas case. So we only have about a minute and a half. We're going to get to it the next segment. But I, I we have to preface it by saying in Texas, 
what's happening is there's a lot of COVID-19 cases, not a lot, there are some in jails. And what's happening is these, especially individuals that have been granted, what? Uh, early release. Early release, what yeah. do you call it? I just spaced it. Uh, uh, early, release. Uh, early release. Early release. Releasing early. Releasing early, yes. but they're on probation, <laughs> on probation, put so, out on probation. So they let they're asking out. to go yeah. out yeah. early. Yeah, they let crooks so out, right? They're trying to get, to get them out early, and there's a little bit of backlash on that. Yet they take the uh, lady who has a hairdresser trying to feed her family for set puts her seven days in jail. But we're going to talk about what's behind the scenes there when we come back. Now, thanks for listening to Radio Law Talk. A lot of great discussions still to come, and you will not want to miss not even one minute of it. And it will continue right after this break, right here on Radio Law Talk. Advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to prolawfirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to prolawfirms.com. That's prolawfirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers, locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. 
If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo, but first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? Right then. Well, uh, Denise, you go ahead. <laughs> Read disclaimers? Why, I couldn't. <coughs> the information you hear on Radio Law Talk is general... The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal advice, contact your own lawyer. Just a tip from your friends at Radio Law Talk. Be sure to read our disclaimers on radiolawtalk.com as well. That is on the dodo. All around the world, the world. This is RadioLawTalk.com. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. So this Dallas salon owner um, gets seven days in jail this week for reopening in defiance of the the uh, countrywide restrictions of opening, and apparently they're already going to open pretty soon. In, they were going to open Texas, Friday. Friday in Texas, but she opened early. And it, it basically came down a little tiff between her and this judge. Apparently the health department had come out before and, and told her to you know, cease and desist. They did a temporary restraining order against her to, to not open up, and she defied that. And, and I could see to some degree that the court's getting upset because she's ignoring the law that they say is the law, let's put it that way, because um, I've got constitutional arguments that we can argue about. But um, and, and so she then appears in court, right? And they said, look, we had a straining order. You didn't close. And there's a little, what you've got to understand is the back and forth between her and the judge. And the judge was quite upset with uh, this Shelley Luther. And let me tell you right now, she knew, I think she knew she was going to get a lot of publicity with this. And I think realistically, not just the publicity, she truly did need to go to work to support her children, her family, and other ladies that were working there also were struggling to support their, their families. She believed also. in the righteousness of her cause, and she was right. willing to dig her toe in and say, right here, right now, we're going to have it out. Right, and yeah, that's what she and, did. And yes. the judge offered her that she could avoid jail time completely, that um, if she would just shut down until Friday um, and apologize she could get out of the ticket she could get out of the you know of the civil and criminal matters that she was facing yeah but a judge saying apologize yes right? it's like i've never i haven't heard that before i have never heard of, all right you do this but you apologize right now i don't know that's the well i think have it you was, heard him say that I, before a I, judge I, say make an I'm, apology questionable conduct i, I think <laughs> that because she was thumbing her nose at the legal system mm -hmm. completely, that yeah. that's why the judge was saying and, apologize. And I think you're right, but I'm just wondering, uh, Judge Eric Moy, M-O-Y-E, I think Todd put it best, 
who's going to look the best here? And that's going to be this lady who now has become, and we're going to get to why she has now become an icon. Yeah, uh, a, a couple of a couple of things. Let's look her up on TikTok. Sure, sure. A couple of things just to <laughs> t- take a step back. <laughs> First, um, on the issue of apology, one of the considerations that a court has when a judge has when they go to sentencing is the demonstration of remorse on the part of the person that they are going to impose punishment on, as well as the acceptance of responsibility for what you did and acknowledgement you did wrong. And so if a judge says, hey, you should apologize, that could be a way of inviting that person to take advantage of that mitigating factor, um, because certainly, you know, the, the judge... We have to remember in this particular case here, it wasn't like she was arrested for violation of an order or received a summons and then went to court. The thing here was she had been in court before and the court had specifically ordered her not to open her business. That was a court order that she was supposed to follow this mandate. And she, after hearing the court order, specifically thumbed her nose at it and opened it. And so the the time in custody and the fine of $1,000 a day for every day she had her store open were based upon a contempt of court proceeding, not because of the underlying violation of law. So this has to do with uh, an issue with not just adhering to the court, but adhering to the law, but adhering to a, a specific court order. Okay, now here's, here's, what, here's the quotes that you have to understand. Sure. This is the judge talking to her, saying, quote, your actions were selfish, putting your own interests ahead of the community in which you live, I'm like, mm. uh, so, uh, and you disrespected the orders. Now, that I agree. Yes. I agree with that. The first thing, I'm not quite sure I agree with, but that's okay. You disrespected the orders of the state and the county and this city, which is, I, I think the judge was right on that. But the fact the judge says your actions were selfish, putting your own interest ahead of the community in which you live, there's an argument to be made about that, about you know what's, what's happening is maybe worse than the coronavirus. But let, that's another argument for another day. And this is her quote. This is what she says back. She says, quote, I have to disagree with you, sir, at least she was, uh, when you say that I am selfish because feeding my kids is not selfish. She said, she went on and said, I have hairstylists that are going hungry because they would rather feed their kids. So, sir, if you think the law is more important than kids getting fed, then please go ahead with your decision. But I'm not going to shut the salon. Right, and, and the bad part about this is she's getting fined a thousand dollars for every day she was open. Right. So she, we're talking like a, that's a really huge hefty fine. Yeah. Well, Already she's in the you know seven thousand for being open seven days. But the lieutenant governor of Texas said he was going to pay the fine for her and, and go to it's jail for her too. Yeah, it's all covered. Yeah, it's all covered. Oh seriously? Yeah. yeah he said he, he said he yeah. would go. The lieutenant governor said I'll go and 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 be in go sit in jail for your seven days. Talk about so. political opportunism. Oh man. yeah. <laughs> now, uh, I, Fred, I absolutely agree with you on everything you just said for these reasons. Um, I think that the, the stuff the judge said about you disrespected the law and you disrespected the order of the court. Yep. I get that. Agreed. I, I absolutely Agreed. get that. The uh, willfully putting the public in danger, as the judge put it. No, I, I, I disagree for this reason. Uh, if I if she opened up a salon and she is in the salon. The only people that we'd be put in danger are people that know about the current status in society and still choose to go to and the they salon chose to and chose up. to do that. Then, look, 
I'm sorry. It's two people making a decision to engage in an activity that may or may not be dangerous, but they chose to do it. And I have to say something here. Having suffered from not being able to get my hair done and having to do it myself, <laughs> I think that I would break the law and go to the salon. Well, then, well, honestly, it, well, but, but is it the law though? That's what I'm saying. Here's another point, Fred. I don't know if Fred. it's the law. Where well, does they have order? Right. Order and law are yeah, two different things. And did true. the legislature yeah. say a directive when someone violates right. a court order? Let's put in there a sentence of uh, when they're making the law in Austin. Let's put in there a sentence of a thousand bucks a day and an apology. Come on. Come on. Yeah. yeah, the, the, I, yeah. I, I so know. here's the thing. Here's what we got to get I would have just done the apology and then probably No, but she, but she was standing up for what was she thought was right. All I got to say totally is this. They yeah. should have known something was going to happen when the name of her company is, quote, Hot Mess Enterprises. Okay? <laughs> there you go. You just should have expected that something was going to hit the fan. Okay, so here's what happens because we got three minutes to get like to it. it. What's important to know is the Texas Supreme Court now orders her to be released That's... because because what happens is the, the governor says, all right, I'm going to do a retroactive order that if someone yes. defies this, like what you say, Denise, not necessarily an order, it directive. was directive, they cannot be put in jail, and the Supreme Court immediately releases her. And guess what? She's was now Was it the U.S. Supreme Court or the Texas Supreme Court? Texas Supreme Texas. Court. Okay. Texas Supreme Got Court. It. She's going to be a TV star. There's going to yeah, be a made-for-television movie about she her. She's the smartest I mean, thing yeah, she ever yeah, did. Yeah, if it was yeah. 7000 bucks, I defy you to find a marketing campaign for 7000 bucks that will pay off as well as this, especially since the 7000 ends up being paid by somebody else. Exactly. Uh, the <laughs> lieutenant governor. The lieutenant governor. And so she has. she is smart as a whip and... Good for her by stepping up and saying, you know what, I'll take the hit. And by the way, we want to release all these prisoners because COVID-19, but we'll put in the business owners inside so they can get it in the jails. And that's the funny thing that is kind of uh, interesting. In fact, Governor Abbott said this is excessive what, the, what they're doing to these business for owners. For the state that brought you the Alamo. This seems true to form. Yeah. yeah. Way to go. Good yeah, job. Yeah, Good so, job. yeah. So, but anyway, and this is this is what uh, what is said also. I believe this is Abbott said. As some uh, county judges advocate for releasing hardened criminals from jail to prevent the spread of coronavirus and the COVID-19, it's absurd to have these business owners take their places, which is interesting to me. So uh, there we go. That I think that you know, hey, the right thing was done. I could see a slap on the hand. Put her in, and, and I get the judge. I, on the judge's side, he's saying it's not, you know, you can walk away, but you're defying the court. And I see, I, I'm just saying, I'm not agreeing. I'm saying, I see the judge's argument, and yeah, the judge is like, you, you're, you're ignoring me. You're, you're treating me. But, he can yeah. hold her in contempt because she's right. doing it right there in front right. of him. And, exactly all, right. and all we have are the transcripts. What was said. We don't know what her body language like, how she was talking to yeah, him, because right. trust me, if I had a dime for every time I saw, saw a court be ticked off because of the way somebody was talking to him, despite yeah. their words, judges are people too. But still, sometimes you have to get over yourself. You do. Yeah. Right. Join us for hour three. We got more fun. Maybe we'll do more TikTok. Who knows? <laughs> Gosh, I hope so. <laughs> Stay tuned. We have more Radio Law Talk coming right up on your favorite radio station and, of course, right here on RadioLawTalk.com as well.
You have been listening to Radiolawtalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. dollars or more to the IRS and you cannot afford to make payments to the IRS, you may qualify for the CNC tax program. This is a new program and if you qualify, you won't make any payments to the IRS while in this program. Once you're accepted into this program, the IRS is forced to stop all harassing collection activities. No threatening phone calls, no wage garnishments, no bank levies, and no more monthly payments to the IRS. Get ready to write this number down. It's the most important number you'll ever need to end your IRS tax nightmare. Call Paramount Tax Relief at 800-547-4804 for a free confidential consultation to find out if you qualify for the CNC tax program. Once you are accepted into the CNC tax program, you won't make any payments to the IRS while in this program. Call Paramount Tax Relief now at 800-547-4804. That's 800-547-4804. Again, 800-547-4804.